guest Ketty Lester, Ketty Lester, the Grammy-nominated singer-actress known around the world for her 1962 international number one hit record, Love Letters, Straight from the Heart, and asked schoolteacher Hester Sue Terhoon on Little House on the Prairie. Ketty's memoir, Ketty Lester, a memoir is the story of how a young girl from Hope, Arkansas, the youngest of 15 children, not only opened doors for many African-American women, both as a recording artist and as an actress, but overcame many obstacles throughout her own life, including a recurring battle with epilepsy with the help of her faith and the values she learned from her family. Ketty Lester, a memoir available Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, wherever books are sold online. You can follow Ketty Lester, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Ketty Lester. Before we went to break, Ketty started to tell the story of how she first discovered her love for acting when she was a young girl. When I was in high school, when I was in high school, I did the play that we did. It was called Polly Put the Kittle On Mm -hmm. and We'll All Have Tea. Now... I didn't know nothing about that, but I played that part, and I must have played it pretty good, Mm -hmm. because, now, I played the part at Yerga High School, at Hope High School, all of a sudden, the white people wanted us to do it at their school. So, here am I. Here I am. I'm going to the white schools, have to go in the back door because I'm black. (laughs) I have to go in the back door and play Polly Put the Kittle on and we'll all have tea. And that's the way I got into Pine Bluff. Arkansas College. Mm -hmm. I got in from that play. Polly put the kettle on and we'll all have tea. And then later, many years later, when you're in L.A. and you're transitioning to acting, you return to the stage. You studied acting formally at Theater West. Yes, and you know who was my favorite person to study with, Carol O'Connor. Carol O'Connor wrote a play, and I still have it right now. I 
all my life. I have a play of his and I have a play of Maya's that I keep all the time. We were going to do that play. And he had just given it to me and we had just started rehearsing it. It was a funny play. He was going to be an Englishman, a blind man from England, and I was going to be a whore. (laughs) (laughs) But here come the man with this this TV show. He took Carol away from me with with, uh, what was this show that Carol made so famous? All in the family. All in the family. And the man that that wrote that thing, I met him one day, and I said, I can't stand you because <laughs> you took my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I finally meet you. Well, I can tell you, I can't stand you. <laughs> Again, you've been graced with a lot of angels who have guided you one way or another throughout your life and throughout your showbiz life and throughout your personal life. And Ketty shares many stories about the angels who helped her throughout her life and career in Ketty Lester, a memoir from Arkansas to Grammy-nominated love letters to Little House on the Prairie. Ketty Lester, a memoir available Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. I think we mentioned this earlier. Love Letters, your song was a song that originally was performed by another artist. That song, now let me tell you the truth about that song. Okay. That song, I was tricked into doing what it was the four preps, the guy with the four preps. His name was Ed Cobb. Mm-hmm. And the pianist was Lincoln Mallorca. Mm-hmm. All right, Dorothy had taken me to New York, and they said I didn't have no recording voice. Well, she brought me back. Don't worry about that, because there's always other things to do. All right, she had to go and do a show, and then she was coming back. While she was gone, these four preps came in. Mm-hmm. And this Ed comes, would you do some demos for us? I said, I don't care, as usual. And that's what got me. <laughs> but I went <laughs> to this studio, and it was a little old studio. It was the man that had been the the musical director for Fox Studios for years. Mm-hmm. He lived not too far from me, and he had a studio over his garage. And they wanted me to come in and make some tapes for them. I said, okay, well, when I got there, I said, what do you want me to do? Just do what you do in the nightclubs. And they had me singing song after song after song after song. 
I said, listen, yeah, I'm tired. And I don't know no more songs. I said, I'm, I've got to go. And they said, we just read no song. They knew what they were doing, but I didn't. They were missing an album. Yeah. But I didn't know it. I didn't know nothing about recording. I never recorded before. I was just, I thought they just wanted me to do, to see if I had a recording voice. So I made all of these recordings, and I told them I'm leaving. I said, because I got to go to work tonight, and I ain't got time for all this mess. But they said, wanted one more song. Lincoln had love letters there on the piano. I said, well, play that, and I'll sing that for you. He played it. Now, Love Letters was just the backup song for a movie. Yeah, it was a B-side, yeah. But it was, but nobody had ever sung it before. Yeah. It was just for that movie. And when Lincoln played it, I said, you're playing that thing so corny. I said, but put some soul into it. You know, and he didn't know what so was. Lincoln is a classical musician. Mm-hmm. So I said, soul is like gospel, honey. It's like gospel. He didn't know what gospel was. So it's a matter of me telling him, showing him vocally what gospel was. So I'm doing and of course I had a good drummer Mm -hmm. because I had Earl Palmer Mm -hmm. he's a black boy Mm -hmm. he knows how to get that rhythm down so with me doing the thing and him getting the rhythm the way it should be Lincoln can pick up he's very good Mm -hmm. with that so we got him to do love letters and I do love letters and I said, now, bye, I'm gone. I don't know what they're going to do with all those songs that they done put on tape. But I go to this place, Oregon, for about three weeks. When I come back and go to my home base, the little club, I go in, and I'm getting ready to do my show, and Lincoln comes in, great, do you know your song, your record, is number 32. I say, what record? I haven't made any records. He said, have you seen Ed? I said, no, I haven't seen Ed. And I said, I didn't make no record. I made tapes. He said, oh, oh, oh. Oh, he wouldn't say nothing else. But then Ed comes in after my show. And he's just grinning. You got a hit record. I said, no, I don't. (laughs) Because you didn't ask me. I said, I don't know what label is on. He says, who's Ella? And they loved it, and we put it on there. I said, how dare you do that? Don't you know I have a manager? He didn't know nothing.
had just gone and put the record out. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of that went on back then. It did. They took it. I didn't know nothing about that. That was just something that happened. And all of a sudden, I didn't even know love letters until I did it that one time. That's the only time I heard the record. It's like a happy accident that that song that you hadn't heard about before became such a big a hit. Worldwide hit. Exactly. They asked me to come all over the world, and I'm not doing it. I went to England, right? Mm-hmm. But then they asked me to come to, to China. I said, I'm not going to all these places. I said, I don't speak their language. What? what who's going to pay me? I'm always worrying about what am I going to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just one of those things. But I didn't go to China. Then Australia asked me, come to Australia. I said, I've never heard of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to Lincoln is in New York. I'm in New York, but I don't know where he is. It's just, my whole career, man, has been a total, especially the recording end of it, has been a total horror movie. They just used me. Then, when I saw Ed one time, he said, would you like to be with a big couple? I said, no, I'll just stay with what I am. He went and sold me to of all people without even telling me. He sells me to RCA Victor. RCA Victor, the uh, label that Rosemary Clooney told you to avoid at I'm all costs. And he sells me out of the clear blue sky, without asking, without paying, with nothing. He said, sold me to RCA Victor. Okay, I have just been to England with Lincoln. Lincoln went with me the first time. I went with the Smothers Brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. We went, we did one night. In fact, the oldest brother played the bass for us while we were over there. And everybody, I hear all about this uh, uh, capital and the queen and all. I don't know nothing about all that kind of stuff because I haven't met Carlo yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know nothing about no royalty. The only royalty I knew about was Haley Selassie. Now, you don't know him, but in the black schools during my day, in the 40s, in the 50s, you studied black history. In black history, the only king that you ever hear about is Haley Selassie. Mm -hmm. Haley Selassie is the African king from... Ethiopia. That's all I know about 
I don't know no other kings or queens and stuff like that. But I knew Haley Selassie. That's what we were taught when we were in high school. Now, that's kind of weird, isn't it? It is. It is. So I don't know nothing about the royal families and stuff like that. I'm, if you don't mention Haley Selassie, you got me in your back. I don't know nothing. Yeah. But that's a part of life. It is. And, and one of the things you talk about in your book is how, and again, this goes back to you being a woman of faith, is the record company part of your music career, that was not a good experience. No. But one way or another, you found other opportunities. Yes. You know, And you changed with, as the nightclubs disappeared, uh-huh. you changed, and that's, and that's when you found your second career as an actress. As an actress, yes. But uh, I loved acting, mm-hmm. but it was something that I did in high school. And it was fun. It was fun to me. Especially when I had to do it. Paula put the kettle on, and I had to do it at the white school. And here's the star walking... <laughs> that was funny to me. And we all just laughed about it. But we had a good time playing Polly Put the Kettle On. And we'll all have tea at the white school in Hope, Arkansas. I played it. And I was given a scholarship at Philanda Smith College. During that time, Mm -hmm. after in 54, I was given a scholarship to Philander Smith. But I didn't go to Philander Smith because they moved me to San Francisco. Your family, your family moved you to San Francisco. And that's where I got my college degree in San Francisco at the school there. And as we mentioned earlier, you got your first break as a professional at the Purple Onion, and that led to the the Purple Onion San Francisco and then the Purple Onion in Los Angeles, and then eventually your career in movies and television in Hollywood, all of which is part of the story of Ketty Lester, a memoir, Ketty Lester, a memoir, the story of Ketty's life and career, now available Amazon.com, where books are sold online. Take a quick time out. We will talk some more with Grammy-nominated singer-actress Ketty Lester. We come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash 
TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.